listening to MOG Channel. Hi guys, welcome to my podcast. This is MOG Channel where we help you to see a real and practical Christianity from God's Word. If you're new here, welcome. If you're returning, welcome back. I hope you enjoyed the intro. And for those of you who are fans of that particular movie, it must have brought back some nostalgia and kinikiniko. Uh, anyway, that's the Matrix movie, or Matrix Part 1, if you have not watched it by Keanu Reeves. Now, I beg you, please don't go and watch it <laughs> before they will say that my podcast is not Christian enough and it's like I'm making you more kind of with the kind of movies I keep on recommending. But anyway, it's a classic. It's a good watch if you watched already. This is 2020, so I think they want to maybe make another one. So maybe just wait for that one. No need to go back there and accuse me later. Anyway, today, the reason why we are discussing The Matrix at all is because we are still discussing that life is spiritual and it just popped in my head like the matrix oh my god that's like the perfect illustration or best way i can find right now to illuminate or illustrate or explain or put into better terms better pictures what i'm trying to say about the fact that life is spiritual because we've been saying life is spiritual but some people won't get it like you know the, the goal of telling you that life is spiritual is for you to wake up. It's like, guy, wake up. Life is spiritual. We are only taught in this life on how to control that. If you go to school and everything, you are only taught on how to control things in the physical or how to know about things in the physical and all those things. But when we know that what controls the physical is spiritual, the, the truth is that the major investment you are meant to make is in the spiritual. You should make most of your investment or concerning knowledge in the spiritual because the spiritual will control the physical. You get what I'm saying? Yes, that's how you should, that's the way you should focus your attention. In fact, if we could rewrite the curriculum of the world and ask which is the most important, it would tell you that it's the spiritual. You get and honestly, there are many um civilizations, many of them lost, many of them old, many of them still in existence, actually that have actually prioritized this knowledge. Now, I'm even talking about in the um, carnal sense, in the sense of unbelievers, those who don't know Jesus. Because many people have realized that, see, life is very spiritual. We cannot afford to actually just live our lives the way we are just seeing it. Like, Because they realize that they are the mercy of so many things, the mercy of the elements, the mercy of danger. Like, anything can happen. And they also realize their enemies are going somewhere for power. Their enemies understand how these spiritual things work. And that's why you have many of these people, including your ancestors, who actually went to their herbalists or their, you know, doctors or wherever for power. They went to all those places because they realized that, my guy, man, if I just keep on staying on this fiscal plane, I will not receive any help. So they go. There are places like, for example, I heard about the war, during the war, there was this place, a village in Nigeria that the war could not enter. I mean, this is a time when I think it was the Civil War, Biafra and all those things where many villages were being destroyed, raised. They couldn't get there. And the reason is because those people had made a pact with spirits or whatever and they had basically sought power because they were a weak nation, a weak village or something. And that thing made them very strong. Of course, you know now how Satan is. Satan will never... (laughs) 
dashing something, he will always collect his own. Actually, they were all impoverished, extremely impoverished. When it comes to being strong, they were very strong. You couldn't get in. Like, something was cov- covering, <laughs> protecting that land, but they're impoverished. And there are many other case scenarios. Somebody wants power, somebody wants wealth, somebody wants this. They realize their enemies are using these things. And so they themselves had to wisen up, get smarter. You understand, for protection. Of course, they paid crazy prices. Sometimes the cost of doing something required the death of another person and all that stuff. But the point is that they learned the technology of the spirit realm. They learned it. You understand? Many of them, I mean, they walked around with their charms, their amulets and all that because they realized that I'm going against an enemy who has spiritual backing. I can't go to that place and I'm just going there with my two <laughs> hands and feet. I'm going there with a spell. So it doesn't make sense. You get throughout history. Look at David, for example. David would go into battle. David never went into battle without consulting the Lord. Why? Because he knew, I cannot just go. Now, these things may not have been written, but these other guys had their own gods. And like it or not, you know, from my own perspective, we know that these things, their gods were idols, stone, wood. But when it comes to, because that's God's perspective, God looks at like, man, people are nothing. You get, as Paul will say, an idol is nothing in this world. But if you really look at it, right, from the other side, you will know that demons and all that used to inhabit those kind of idols and so those people were bowing down to idols there was molek there was all the other ones you understand they're bowing down to all these different idols and those things actually were how i put it giving them power to an extent look at for example elijah and mount Carmel. when he told the 450 prophets of baal he told them he said call down fire the one whose god sends out fire is the true god they were so confident that they could call down fire why because they were doing it before you get they were actually, you know, interacting with devils and things like that and they were receiving some kind of power and all those things. So, the point is, someone like David, if David knew I cannot just go to this battle, it's not just a physical battle, this is a spiritual battle. And throughout the Bible, you will see the same thing. People who refuse to go to war without making sacrifices, they would make sacrifices to God and everything. They would actually see God's presence in the battlefield. Do you understand? Then we see cases where God was against them like Samuel and his sons, Eli, right, or, yeah, sorry, Eli's sons, right, when they went to battle with the Ark of the Covenant, and, you know, they were very disobedient to God at that point, Israel, and the Lord was not with them, they were easily taken, defeated, the Ark of the Covenant was captured, and all that stuff, so, these people understood that they needed spiritual backing, is it prosperity, is it money, they needed backing, they could not just, they realized, ah, my neighbor is prospering, he is prospering, he is prospering, may have not prospering, what is going on, you get, Till they find out, oh, neighbor is using something, oh, there's something he's using in his shop or whatever to, you know, invoke or call forth, you know, all these things and call forth business and all those things. Life is extremely spiritual. You get what I'm saying? So, having said all that, so said all that, it's to wake you up, it's to open it up to you that look, that in Christ, you, you have to realize that just being in Christ, just being born again is not enough. In you is arsenal. In you is all the protection you need. In you is all the, you know, wealth creation you need. In you is everything you need as a believer. In you is dominion. You can actually rule over your life circumstances. Life doesn't just have to happen to you. You can happen to life. You can determine what goes on in life. You understand? You can actually forge, you know, an existence for yourself. You can decide what happens. But you have to know how to. That's why yesterday we we're talking about words as a tool of dominion and everything. I hope I believe you found that useful. No hope. 
you get and there are many other kinds of tools but words that, that one if you want just understand words man you're speaking you can actually to an extent exercise a certain level of dominion if you understand prayer you can exercise to a certain extent kind of dominion over your circumstances so today i as i said i've not forgotten matrix i want us to look at you know this concept through the eyes of the matrix now i don't know if you watch the matrix if you not watch it well don't watch it <laughs> but it's really the idea um, the wakoski brothers or those guys are dope anyway the idea of the matrix is that uh man artificial intelligence has become so smart machines and everything and then man goes to war with artificial intelligence and artificial intelligence wins but before that man literally because artificial intelligence or the machines get their energy source from the sun so man creates these clouds or whatever this permanent clouds that block out the sun they basically pollute the land block out the sun and so that means that machines cannot get their heat from the sun but machines still overpower man and win and so what they do is that they say okay since we can't get the heat from the sun we'll get the heat from you and so what they do is that they take man or men they all put them into a kind of sleep and put machines or things into their bodies to be able to draw out the heat that their bodies generate and so you have entire farms of human beings who are asleep and their entire lives they're just like that they from when they are babies and everything they get plugged into when they die they're just there for years and they're just generating heat but now what the machines do to keep them stable and all that is that they create a kind of world for them in their minds <clears throat> they plug them to a kind of matrix a world that the matrix or the machines create called the matrix basically but then people in that world just think they're living life you know you are as a child you grow up like your entire life is a hallucination or a simulation or something like that in that world and you don't know that you are actually not in a real world you're just in a construct so you a baby you grow up naturally everything you you know you marry you live long or live short you die whichever one shall that's that's how people live their lives now i liken that to how people are living their lives today right you just have human beings living oblivious of the fact that there is a world out there that the world they are living in is not the real world right it's a world it's real but it's just a secondary existence it is not the main existence it is not the how i put it it came from somewhere you understand it came from somewhere that existence came from somewhere it is not the main existence but there are people living life as if this is the only existence i think i even spoke about how some time ago i did a podcast on how there are people who live their lives as if they will carry the money or the wealth that they have acquired in this life out of this world do you understand now there's nothing wrong with making good money and enjoying money and everything but when you live your life in such a manner that you don't understand what what they consider as wealth on the other side what they what counts in eternity such as giving generosity in christ though mm-hmm. if you don't live your life like that, you just live your life as if this world is the only thing you get uh-huh. and i'm saying this uh, <coughs> in the light of uh, certain um, pink cars and some other you know colors of cars and some other people with very rich does i didn't say anything please don't judge me anyway so people live like that and if you enter the matrix that's how people are living people are just living their lives normally in fact the star of the show i think his name is uh, keanu reeves just living a very ordinary life 
nothing because in that in that construct you can still have the opportunity to be rich to make money and everything just like normal life but he is like an underdog just working somewhere no money and everything just a an ordinary person and everything his life literally sucks in that place till uh something happens and uh people from the actual real world people who have been able to break out and find out that they are actually in a world that is not you know, or, that, or that's real and that that is just a simulation they now begin to try to break other people free and then they're looking for this certain messiah and everything anyway they come and find a way to break him free of that world and then he finds out or he wakes up for the first time and realizes that oh my god i've been asleep you understand i've actually been asleep and honestly that is one thing that this teaching is supposed to do it's supposed to wake you up and realize oh my goodness i've been asleep i've been in the physical world thinking that this is all there is this world is just um time and matter and space like those are the three things that define our world time space and matter but there are worlds beyond this world you understand there's there's a world a spiritual world beyond so where time is irrelevant like the way we have experience time here time is irrelevant over there space which is distance you don't experience in fact that world is like just think it you are there even the way they communicate is not it's it's <laughs> it's different and matter things like what is solid and that's why you will see when those beings right come and come to this spectrum they really cannot they require a lot of help to to interact with either help or a physical body to interact with the physical realm and everything you understand so the guy is ejected that's Keanu uh, the Matrix guy is ejected from that world and finds out that oh there's a real world right and then he he teams up with the other guys and then they go back into the same world to you know to fight because obviously there's an enemy the enemy is the machines right just like in our real world we have we have friends we have an enemy our friends will be the one who made us God and his own guys and then there's the guys who want to kill us john 10 10 the thief comes to steal to kill but to destroy jesus says i'm coming we have life and have more abundantly so there's a thief there's someone that wants to kill you that wants to keep you trapped and caged in that construct you understand he wants to keep you and the construct here is not just about this physical world the construct is the idea that this that this that's all there is that the physical world that's all there is to it that there's nothing you know different about it there's nothing beyond it you understand what i'm saying we have a lot of people today that are saying things like that found it is telling you that look once you die that is it that life just ceases to exist what nonsense that a lot of them are saying it you get life that that is just all there is to life and i think that that is one of the biggest lies that satan wants to sell to us i think satan would even rather would rather that you don't believe that there is a spiritual existence than even believing in diabolical things you get they know there's those who believe in the devil and all that and evil but there are those who don't believe anything exists at all you understand they don't believe anything exists and they're just living their lives anything as life comes and goes they just take it they are sick they take it the people die they take it like that all those things at least those who are fetish they try to do something about it but there are these ones who just take it like that you get so that construct that bubble where it and doesn't he lives tries to keep life as natural as possible for you just it's just natural material there's no spirit there's no nothing why so that you don't fight back when so that when he afflicts you with cancer afflicts you or whatever you say oh oh we're we're fighting cancer we're getting stronger every day you know we're getting stronger <laughs> like that it was it was there you just accept it and even if you choose to fight it you fight it with willpower and natural means and many times 
that will not get you across. I'm telling you, that won't get you across. Things just happen. You just accept it. You just lie down like that. You just, I mean, you're not making any progress in life, right? Remember we said that things are programmed. Things are programmed, right? That's how it is. You get things are programmed either by the enemy or by the Lord, but through man. Things are programmed into our world. The same thing with the matrix because one thing that we're going to see is that it is the matrix is a construct made of code just the same way you have any software running your computer it's made of code right so that's how that world is created it's code it's code so in code things can be written into the program it can be written you can can program how you want whether you want it to be sunny whether you want it to be dark whether you want a reset whatever it is whether you can program a person to be wealthy and everything that is the same way our world is our world things things don't just happen things are programmed do you understand? Many times you just receive things, they give you money, all those things. Those things are programmed. In other words, many times you are enjoying favor you know nothing about. Many times you are enjoying things that you don't know that have been programmed already. You understand? Sometimes some people are reaping the benefits of their fathers and grandfathers and great-grandfathers who serve the Lord. You don't know. <laughs> there are many of these things. It's true because there are some villages you go to, some places where they've been in idol worship for many years and you will see that they've gone nowhere. Nothing has happened in that place. Nobody can lift up his head in the place to say anything. Yes, and there are, there, are, there are marriages like that. There are homes and families where there's just some certain things happening in the family. You get now, <clears throat> right off the bat, you start to see something that looks like what we call generational causes and all those things. Now, this is what I believe. I believe that in Christ, there's no such thing as generational causes. That is, in Christ, knowing who you are can scatter any nonsense. But if you don't know who you are in Christ, there are things that have been programmed. And they can actually affect people. There, there are things that some people go and they say, Oh, me, I and my children, my family, and everything. This is what, yes, we want power, but then I agree and accept that this will happen in my lineage. And the truth is that even the ones they don't agree to, Satan is just something that he will still slip something into the package. You understand? That's the that's why the Bible says the Bible says that the 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 was that the you see the riches of the Lord or the blessing of the Lord make it rich and added no sorrow. But the enemy, <laughs> his own added plenty sorrow. There's a lot of sorrow in what the enemy does. You understand? So, just like code, it can be programmed. Things can actually be programmed, injected into this timeline. You understand? And then you see the actor, uh, that's the main character, Keanu Reeves. When he comes out and realizes, oh, that was a construct. And then he now realizes, oh, we can actually control things. We can actually make things happen over there. We don't just have to accept things that happen over there. Just, you know, because it's a constant, it's code, it's not real. You understand? In that sense, in this world, it is not the major reality. The major reality is in the spirit. So if I can make things happen in the spirit, they can happen here. I don't just have to accept things. I can program what I want to see in this world. If I want to program, I want favor, I can program favor. I want security, I can program security. I want wealth, I can program those things. You understand? If I want to also help another person, there's a way I can program it in the place of prayer, in the place of faith. I can use those tools, you understand, to control my environment and make it suitable habitable you understand for me i can use it to make the gospel progress and all those things you're in a country they say this will not happen christianity will not you can you can you can change that's why the church is actually the most powerful organization on the planet because the the power of god invested in the church is god's own power and that power can literally change anything if the church knows what to do if the church can pray if the church can exercises authority anything can be reversed anything can be changed bible says that to him who believes all things are possible all things yes so you're not looking at that world so 
the main actor, as I said, they realize that they can do anything. They can even bring guns in. They can do martial arts. All any things that he never learned before. But he realizes he can actually, you get, inject those activities into the, that timeline. And that's what they begin to do. They begin to fight back. They begin to, you know, engage. And they begin to win. They are actually making a lot of progress. You understand what I'm saying? And, and that's what happens. The moment you begin to realize that this is who you are, that you are actually a son of God, that even we, we, though there are enemies out there who have learned things, uh, there are people who have yielded to Satan, there's the devil out there and all those things, and they have learned all these things, because of that, you call them the village people, call them whatever, wherever they are, they've learned all those things, they've learned to manipulate these things, but the truth is you have the authority, and that is why the, the difference is that when we come, all those things have to bow. You understand every name must bow they bow when they come even if they can project things and all that when the power of god comes is present the power of god is actually the ultimate force it is far above principality and power it has authority over them it can subdue and silence them so you can actually even if someone has programmed death for example in your family programmed death in your life or right? no well, you you can't pick it by the spirit. This is what wants to happen. Say, no, I'm I'm like God. I have God's life. I cannot die. And then you can begin to pray and speak words and pray and speak words and pray and speak words and say, no, I reverse this over my life. I reverse this. You can sometimes we see it. Believe me, you may just see it in a dream. It's because life is spiritual. Via dreams, you understand? Dreams can be dreams. You know, another plane where God can speak to you, the enemy can try to speak to you and put fear, and your own thoughts can also, you know, multiply and be showing you nonsense. You get what I'm saying? But God can actually, via a dream, pass a message and say, look, because life is spiritual. There are dreams that are very significant. You can say, look, this is what is about to happen in your family. You can see something. Oh, someone's about to die. Someone's about to... And what is God telling you by showing you that? What, what's happening when your spirit picking that? God is telling you, look, you are in charge. You have the authority. All authority has been given to you. Now reprogram that matrix. You understand? Reprogram that environment. Don't just let it be like that. Don't just allow it happen. No. Reprogram it. You know, I don't know how about you slept and you dreamt that someone died. And then you now woke up and they say, ah, so I saw so someone died. The person now died. You're not like, wow, and I saw it, I saw it. No, 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 you failed. You are supposed to reprogram it. And these are not some people just say, I speak over dead, I command dead. No, no, no. Uh, uh, no. When that happens, you're supposed to stay in the place of prayer and pray till there's because normally there'll be a burden that comes with that you're supposed to pray until the burden lifts until there's just this tone of victory in your heart you just feel lighter you feel joy you know it tells you that look this has been averted because look at it like this we, we think when then we think that just saying oh i can't listen to jesus name stops you no programming takes time think about it when when you you program a software or something like that. if you if you're a coder or you know someone who does write program programming can take days people program things program things and before it becomes you know tangible a software an app or something it takes a lot of time debugging and all that now for people to actually even to project things it takes time for to reverse certain things it also takes time you also have to by the grace of prayer and words you begin to reprogram so it may take time sometimes it can take five minutes it can take 20 minutes 30 minutes we don't know the whatever but by the spirit of god you will know keep praying keep praying keep praying Many times we lose battles because we stop praying. We lose battles because we just leave it there. You understand? There are many things that require pushing. There are many things that require to change those circumstances. They require the place of prayer. You spend time to reprogram your atmosphere. Reprogram things in your family. Maybe your family has been experiencing lots of whatever. Good things don't come to your family. Good things don't show up. You understand? Favor doesn't come. Now, I always tell the story of 
car I went for my NYC and I met a girl who says that nobody has ever favored her ever. Like even to give her five naira, no one has ever given her. No uncle, nobody has ever favored her. Nobody, nothing. Like nothing has ever worked out for her. Can you imagine that? And she said, if I she says, she's, this is where she put it. She said, if I am going to the, you know, let's say there's a tap and I'm going to fetch water and everybody's on, on that queue. When I get to the, the tap, the water will finish. That, that, like, that's, like, that's kind of happening for her. You understand? Life was very hard for her. And I remember then, you get, for me, as a believer with, who's enjoying the favor of God, she was a believer too, but not aware of who she was. I remember I prayed for her. I extended the favor of God over my life on her and I opened up, well, some people say our heavens or whatever. I basically extended her favor and I spoke concerning her situation. And believe you not, right there in the camp, she began to receive favors. Calls began to come to her phone. People began to speak to her. People that she had not even, they just began to favor her, bless her and everything. As I'm talking to you now, I think she's, yeah, she's in the US and all that. She's in the US. You get things just became better for her. Doors just began to open for her. She's enjoying so much favor. Now, because something was programmed against her. Do you understand? Programmed against her. That just wasn't helping her. But you, by the Spirit of God, knowing you can just speak as in the name of Jesus. Do you get it? But then sometimes the Holy Ghost will put your heart, no, this is not over. Go and pray about it. You can go and spend time in place of prayer for such a person and then reprogram the matter. Do you, do you get what I'm saying? Because life is very, 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 very spiritual. Yes. So, this guy, the the actor, as the actor, main character, right, he... They go to a begin to fight and everything. And then I think there's a critical moment in the movie where he's actually killed. Like, you know, they killed him because as much as they've gotten stronger and they've realized, okay, they can do all this, but still there hasn't, it hasn't dawned on him. It has only dawned on him to a point that this, that life, this is a construct. But he now gets to a point whereby they shoot him and almost kill him. And then, if you know the story, in the real world where he is, the lady he loves kisses him and brings him back to life. There's no interpretation for that one, But then, he comes back to life. And then, it's like it dawns on him. I'm in a construct. And for the first time, in the construct, in the Matrix, he looks and he begins to see everything for what it truly is. As code. That, I think, just is where what blows my mind. He just begins, he looks and his vision changes. He begins to see everything as code. What he what was real to because he, he knew it was not real, but to a point. He now gets to a point, he looks and says, Everything is in code. Everything is code. It does this is code. And if it is code, this is written and everything. And I have the power to alter to change it. It is just code. It's not real. So even if someone fires a bullet or something like that, well, it's not real. You understand? That realization it dawns on him. And then you now see the enemy, one the major bad guy, his name is Agent Smith bad guy <laughs> by the way he's also an elf in Lord of the Rings but <laughs> major bad guy who has been giving them wahala up and down he now comes and all the blows he was he's even the one that killed him but all the blows he was giving the guy just begins to deflect them very easily like, in fact it, with no effort just uses one kick bah, sends the guy flying why? He, his mindset has changed and that's one major thing about us the, the moment your mindset changes about the world you live in the moment you realize you are actually in control you're actually not a victim you understand i'm not the advocate for victimhood you understand when any anything that seeks to make you a victim and keep you as a victim and all i'm not an advocate for it the bible doesn't just be victims it actually takes us to rise above our circumstances through the power of god through god's word to rise above our circumstances you not just begin to realize i don't have to be a victim i don't have to be somebody you know who is kept back and um, I just, you know, I, I blame everything. Because that's another thing. The enemy will also, aside from making you think that, oh, life is just normal, natural, 
the enemy will also do his best to make sure you keep on playing the blame game that is why are you the case in you know the circumstances you are yeah, it's because um, my father is because my father was not rich he could not send me to school why in the situation you are in there because i was raped when i was 12 you know why are you in the situation you are because i no one sent me to school this that, 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 that happened you get and it's just to keep you there to keep on blaming things around you that you cannot control and to make you believe that there is no control over your circumstances but that's not true the bible tells you that to him who believes all things are possible uh, Mark uh, 11, you know, which you go down and says, If anyone shall say to this mountain, be moved and cast into the sea, I shall not doubt in his heart, but believe the things he says will come to pass, he will have whatever he says. It tells you you are a co creator. It tells you you can determine what happens. Genesis 1 26 tells us, to, tells us that God gave us, made us in image and likeness to have dominion. In other words, to take charge, to rule. You are not a victim, right? Uh-huh. Well, not a victim. I think it should be Romans chapter 5. If you read down, it says that we actually i think the last verse tells us that we are we will reign in life through that one man jesus christ if you are born again you are you can reign with christ you get what i'm saying there's a reign there's a rulership there's an ability you receive there's an authority you receive that can trump life circumstances you see jesus come to the earth even before jesus there were men like elijah elisha all those people but jesus especially who comes and he doesn't just take life lying down I mean, one day storm comes and the storm is going to kill him. For where he just speaks to the storm and says, Shut up your mouth, and the storm calms down. He, he comes to a place where there's lack and there's no food and there's no whatever, and things are bad. You, you get there's wilderness three days out with about 15,000 people. And I mean, someone said, This is it. This is it. Well, he says, No, give me something. Someone gives him five loaves of bread to which he multiplies it. So there's no scarcity with this man where sickness and disease is, he steals and nullifies it. Are you seeing that? Like, you, life could never put him in a corner. Life could never drown him. Life could never, you know, subdue him. He always came out on top. And even the ultimate, when he died, when he's the one who laid down his life, and then he came up to show you that even death, let's not just be that, oh, I'm alive, and oh, it's, it's only things in life. Even in death, I'm Lord. Even death cannot hold me down. Even I have superiority over death. I control death. Death is my boy. Are you seeing that? He came to let us know that. And I need you to realize you don't have to be a victim. So uh, someone messaged me yesterday on Instagram. person said, Hello, sir. I listened to your podcast on words and your dominion. And it was amazing and spot on. Just what I needed to hear as I've been having attacks of past trauma. And I realized I was living with a victim mindset and living the God life inside of me. I want to thank person that has really blessed me. Are you seeing that? I, I'm, you know, these are, this is what we live for. When a person by the virtue of hearing these teachings make a decision to change their lives and you know with the power of god just work on themselves and grow that's what god wants for you god doesn't want you to remain a victim so just like the matrix guy started out as a victim realized who he was then he came to a point where he he dawned on him and then at that point that was when all hell broke loose and literally the the things that held him bound were no longer holding him bound that's what god wants for you he wants you to grow into him to get to a point whereby like him you rule over life circumstances nothing takes you by surprise you program what you want to see where satan comes where things are where where evil you know comes and is trying to you are able to silence it you are not a victim you are a victor hallelujah that's basically it so guys that's my matrix edition of life is spiritual I believe you've been blessed. I've been so blessed teaching it. <laughs> and do share this with somebody. I believe it's really going to do something for them. All right? So, guys, that's it for today. Till next time. Bye-bye.
if this blessed you or you want to say hi or you have a question you can head over to my instagram that's pst.sen pst.essien see you there